0: Here's your conservative,
1: but not bitter host, Todd Huff. May the fours be with you, my friends. Looking forward to saying that. Oz reminded me this morning. Good to be here. Thank you for joining us. You're listening to the home of conservative, not bitter talk. And yes, I am your host, Todd Huff. You can email me your thoughts, questions, feedback. Even your adoration and praise will be accepted. At that email address, Todd at com. You probably will sleep better tonight knowing that your CIA, your central intelligence A- agency, is woke. That's right, my friends. The CIA is woke under the Biden administration. Not in fairness, this kind of nonsense happens. It's just – it's government. I mean this is just – this is what happens. This is what happens. Remember, what was it? NASA, NASA's primary responsibility uh, turned into making sure that there were, they were diversified enough. I think making sure that they had enough. Um, I don't, I think it was a certain group. And I, I think I remember, but I don't want to say, cause it's not even necessarily important which group. What's important is that these are what these organizations uh, begin to think is that you know, that they're, they have a job. They have a stated job to do. The CIA, the Central Intelligence Agency, has a job to do. And it's a big job. And it's a big job. But now it's gotten bigger because now they are woke. They are woke. Yesterday they tweeted a bunch of, well, they, they have a bunch of videos that you can watch. But they, they tweeted out a promotional video um, that I'm going to play for you. Now, obviously, you cannot see it. Listening to my voice over the radio or on podcast, but you can hear what this what this says. This is someone who works in the CIA, and she's telling her story, and this is a recruitment video for the CIA, and I mean it's it's a couple minutes, but I want you to hear this thing in its entirety because I think it's instructive as to where we are as a society. Now, I've got no problem with the CIA, as do you, hiring any, uh, anyone who's qualified for the, the task at hand. What I think we all have a problem with is when they take their eye off of the ball and remember that it's mission first, and whoever is qualified needs to be hired, and whoever is not qualified should not be hired. That is what is important. I just, again, to to have to say these things in 2021, um, just a remarkable remarkable thing to have to really wrap your head around. I mean, predictable, totally predictable in one way. But all this effort is put towards it. And, and, And this is not just, this doesn't just, begin and end at the cia this goes across the board and it goes outside the government too but the government of course um, is something that you and i through taxes are are paying for If some other organization or business that doesn't force us to pay for its existence wants to engage in some of this stuff it's, it's 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 business i suppose but we're we're paying we're paying for this we're paying for this, and I—I I find myself. You know, there was a time I—I I did. I actually, um, when I was in Washington D.C., the CIA had some—I don't know if you'd call it internship program, but there was a program they had, and I actually looked into looked into it. I was just—I was interested. But I just—I just compared to what compared that program and how it was marketed and communicated with this. What I'm about to play for you, it is just—it is night and day different you know it used to be just about protecting and defending this country tracking down those and identifying you know getting information intelligence on those who sought to do harm to the greatest nation on the face of the planet the nation that helped usher in great prosperity and freedom across the around the world a nation that has stood toe to toe nose to nose with the evil empire of communism in the cold war who fought to free europe during world war ii right the i mean it is now we're talking basically about being about being woke and this is how they're recruiting recruiting folks this was widely criticized on social media yesterday as it well should should have been but this thing's a couple minutes. I want you to listen. I'm going to may pause at a time or two to, to interject, but just listen to this. Keep in mind this is a CIA recruitment video. Central Intelligence Agency designed or tasked, I should say, with the responsibility of gathering intelligence and protecting this nation, you know, from things like say 9/11. And this is how they are promoting job opportunities and so forth within the the cia
2: when i was 17 i quoted zora Neale hurston's how it feels to be colored me in my college application essay the line that spoke to me stated simply i am not tragically colored there is no sorrow dammed up in my soul nor lurking behind my eyes i do not mind at all At 17, I had no idea what life would bring, but Sora's sentiment articulated so beautifully how I felt as a daughter of immigrants then and now. Nothing about me was or is tragic. I am perfectly made. I can wax eloquent on complex legal issues in English while also belting guayaquil de mis amores in Spanish. I can change a diaper with one hand and console a crying toddler with the other. I am a woman of color. I am a mom. I am a cisgender millennial who's been diagnosed with generalized anxiety disorder. I am intersectional, but my existence is not.
1: I mean, just just stop there. How many of you at this point, how many of you at this point have to even seek um, a dictionary or look up what some of these these terms mean? Cisgender. um, Intersectional. General well she said she's been diagnosed with generalized anxiety disorder, and look i g look they're trying on some level to say no matter who you are, you're qualified um if you're qualified you can you can apply for positions here with with the c i a and that's again, I have no problem with that. it is just the way in which this is this is being being portrayed, and i guess. The way that we're that, – I mean just – it's it's not a – it's just not the way it – it's not right. It's not a – it's not the right way to go about recruiting agents. Again, we should be looking for people regardless of all these things that, that are being mentioned here, regardless of them, their their qualities, qualifications, abilities to do the job. It makes no difference to me – any of these things she's talking about, so long as the people that are there can do their job, right? It's kind of like when the fire department and we're going to talk about transgender sports legislation as well. Um, that's that's out there. I've got a sound bite of an interview between Stephanie Rule and Governor Justice of the state of Wisconsin, excuse me West Virginia. Over the weekend, I was hoping to get to this yesterday, but I, I did not. And she, Stephanie Rule of MSNBC, I mean, she was basically spitting mad at the, the governor for signing this bill into law, and I'll play that. But we've become infatuated with this as a society, as a culture, or at least our government has. Meanwhile, meanwhile, there's real issues, real problems, real – I mean, we're talking about fundamental Changes that are being implemented or being introduced or being argued in Congress that are being pushed for by groups like Black Lives Matter. They've got a list of demands out there um, that they are, well, that they're demanding be met. And we have real threats around the world and we're so worried about the way in which we talk about them make sure we use the politically correct speech make sure that we are woke enough our organizations are you know our CIA's FBI's all these government organizations are woke enough this is this is dangerous at some point it is dangerous if you're so worried CIA FBI whoever else it is any government it especially those tasked with national defense on some level it is dangerous the military it is dangerous if we begin to tread down this this road and this becomes our our focus this is when bad things can can happen and i hope i hope nothing does and i'm not saying simply because of this this ad or this campaign that that's exclusive proof of that but it's definitely steps in the direction or conclusive proof it's it's definitely in the direction of um leading an organization down a path that's just not wise, logical it's off it's off mission. These things become so powerful in our culture, these movements, this desire to be politically correct and woke and whatever it is and it's a big swing and a miss or it, it was widely ridiculed on, on social media but I'll play, the, I'll play the rest of this thing too because I do want you to hear the end because it even gets a little bit uh, well there's a couple other things I want you to hear as well so this is the rest of that, of that ad
2: I'm a woman of color I am a mom I am a cisgender millennial who's been diagnosed with generalized anxiety disorder I am intersectional my existence is not a box checking exercise i am a walking (laughs) declaration. a woman whose inflection does not rise at the end of her sentences suggesting that a question has been asked i did not sneak into cia my employment was not and is not the result of a fluke or slip through the cracks i earned my way in and i earned my way up the ranks of this organization i am educated qualified and competent and sometimes i struggle I struggle feeling like I could do more, be more to my two sons, and I struggle leaving the office when I feel there's so much more to do. I used to struggle with imposter syndrome, but at 36, I refuse to internalize misguided patriarchal ideas of what a woman can or should be. I am tired of feeling like I'm supposed to apologize for the space I occupy rather than intoxicate people with my effort, my brilliance. I am proud of me. Full stop. My parents left everything they knew and loved to expose me to opportunities they never had. Because of them, I stand here today a proud first-generation Latina and officer at CIA. I am unapologetically me. I want you to be unapologetically you, whoever you are. Know your worth. Command your space.
1: There you go. Know your worth. Command your space. Which, again, I mean okay, but the this is the Central Intelligence Agency this is why this is an organization that's tasked with national defense figuring out what's going on out there, identifying threats, so on and so on so this is where this is how crazy it's gotten to where the Central Intelligence Agency now is recruiting people to work in. Governmental positions at the CIA based upon how woke, based upon wokeness pretty much, based upon, and she says here, it's not, I, I'm not a list of checkboxes. Well, it's kind of sounds like it. It kind of sounds like, it. I don't even know what, really what you do at the CIA. I don't know what you're asking someone who's applying to do other than just be themselves. Okay, that's great. Everyone be yourself. But turns out you should have some qualifications to do some jobs. I would hope that you would love your country. I would hope that you would have a desire to keep it safe and figure out where, well, the threats and, dare I say, the bad guys are if we're even allowed to say that anymore. Those are the sorts of things I would hope. I don't know. <laughs> this is a little much for me, and it's a little much for a lot of people. It's been criticized, as I said, widely on social media. i got to take a break here. I don't want to share that off off the top. Woke-ism is alive and well, as you well know. But it's permeating every part of our culture, now even the Central Intelligence Agency. Quick timeout is in order. Be back here in just a minute. Friends, program brought to you in part by our friends at Interior Construction Services. They do drywall finishing, metal stud framing, painting, doors and hardware, acoustic ceilings, acoustic sound panels. Check them out online, interiorconstruct.com, interiorconstruct.com, or call them, 317-991-4660, 317-991-4660. 4660, again, interiorconstruct.com. So, by the way, I should mention here at this point, especially since we're getting into something that might be uh, construed to be controversial or, well, definitely construed to be controversial, um, The ex- the views expressed on this program are not necessarily the views expressed or, the views held by our advertisers, by our sponsors. But I will say this, they certainly should be. So let's talk about this issue of legislating legislating, um, transgender sports. Transgender sports. It's become an issue uh, because of, well, I don't think anyone... The side that's, that's legislating, and it's typically Republicans that are legislating, um, coming up with laws to keep transgendered female athletes, biological males who have, uh, who are transgender females, they, there's legislation that says, hey, you cannot compete in female high school sports. There's been some states that have introduced this, some states that are passing this. In fact, I just saw DeSantis DeSantis is planning to sign he may have or it's going to happen if it hasn't already. He's going to sign into law or a law that does that in the state of in the state of Florida. Um he says he's going to sign that that piece of legislation that would effectively ban anyone who's born biologically male from competing in girls' sports. This is not something that the left, the radical left, um, appreciates. This is something that is quite upsetting uh, to, to, to the radical left. And... In fact, this was discussed on a program on MSNBC. I do I, every once in a while. I tune in or I'll watch uh, clips from this just to see, just to see how crazy things have gotten. So there's an anchor, uh, uh, someone, a host of the show. I don't. I don't want to call her a journalist. I, I don't think that that's there's so few journalists. I've been through this. Journalism is is a, a lost art. I should never know what someone who's a journalist thinks about an issue when they're reporting on it, not because they're some second-class citizen, but because that's not the job. The job is to share information about a particular issue or story and then let the reader or the viewer or the listener make his or her own conclusion. This is such a rare thing Um, In today's world, everybody wants to be a – they don't want you to call them an editorialist or a commentator, but that's effectively what everyone wants to do. They want to tell you what to think about an issue. And so anyway, Stephanie Rule interviewing West Virginia's governor, Jim Justice. He's being interviewed by her about a piece of legislation that West Virginia – had passed and had sent to his desk to sign. And this was a bill exactly like what we've been talking about that would ban a biological male from competing. I got to pause because, honestly, folks, and I don't mean any disrespect or this, it, it gets, you know, you got cisgender, transgender, all these things. And sometimes you get tra- so So if you have a biological male who undergoes um, you know, treatment to – or whatever the processes are, are called, but they, they reassign their gender as female. The state of West Virginia says you cannot compete in female athletics if that is what – if that describes you. And so he goes on her show on MSNBC, and they have this exchange.
0: the law you just signed banning transgender female athletes from playing on women's school sports teams. Can you name one example of a transgender child trying to gain an unfair competitive advantage at a school there in West Virginia?
1: Well, well, Stephanie, I, I don't have that experience exactly to myself right now, but I will N- tell not you yourself, this. your
0: state, sir. I- Can you give me one example of a transgender child Trying to get an unfair advantage, just one in your state. You signed a bill about it.
1: No, I, I can't really tell you one, but I can tell you this, Stephanie. I'm a coach, and I'm with, I, and I coach a girls' basketball team, and I can tell you that there, you know, we we all know, we all know what a an absolute advantage boys would have playing against girls. But sir, we you have no
0: examples time. of this happening. Why would you take your time to do this? Let's talk about other things that I can give you examples of in your state. According to U.S. News and World Report, West Virginia ranks 45th in education, 47th in health care, 48th on the economy, and 50th in infrastructure. If you cannot name one single example for me of a child doing this, why would you make this a priority? I just named four things that would seem to me like a much bigger priority.
1: Okay. She's upset. In fact, one would even suggest irate over this. Governor Justice replies by basically telling her, "Hey, I didn't, you know, they sent this bill to me. For starters, I didn't necessarily make it a priority, but they sent me this bill and I'm going to sign it because I I agree with it." Now, I have to take a break here, but when we get back, I want to I want to talk a little bit about what she's She's saying here is she's suggesting and I've listened to this numerous times. It seems to me she's suggesting that by passing this legislation, the Congress people, senators and the governor in the state of West Virginia are basically saying that someone out there in their state is has this is they've concocted a plan. I'm going to become transgender so I can compete in girl sports so that I can win, I don't know, maybe even the state title or whatever. It, is, it seems that, that that is what she's suggesting here, that that is what someone's intentions or master plan is. I don't think that, that that has nothing at all to do with whether or not it is the plan or not, but it is happening. It is it is undeniable that it is happening. In fact, I remember I year actually it's probably two years ago now because i don't think it was covid year it might have been 2019 i would have to check and maybe i'll do this during the break but i seem to recall in some track and uh, field event i believe in the state of connecticut i think it was maybe the 100 or 200 dash something like that there were two transgendered female athletes and they finished first and second in the state, biological males competing against biological females, and the biological males who transgender students finished first and second in the uh, female one hundred or two hundred. I think it was in Connecticut. I'm going to look this up during the break now. But he, they, she's acting as though this, that there has to be some sort of an intent. That like that's that's the whole reason someone's changing their their genders. That that seems like a very strange. Argument. I would suggest, I would suggest that people that that girls competing in sports have been doing their thing and competing, and suddenly because of this transgender movement and just the opportunities that have presented themselves to students who, um, who have decided to be transgender for whatever reason or. They say that that's who, whatever. I'm not even talking about that. Then, as a byproduct of becoming transgender, they think, "Oh, okay, I'm female, so I can compete in female sports." And now, the realities are: this is affecting people. This is affecting girls who are competing in lots of sports. This is this is not this is undeniable. This is totally undeniable. So, I'm going to look this this um, look this race up or this event up i'm pretty sure that what i'm telling you is uh is accurate but i'm going to double check during the break but sit tight we're going to talk about this on the other side of the break you're listening to conservative not better talk be careful by the way cautious out there contents of this program may in fact cause you to lean to the right so be careful operating heavy machinery driving a vehicle can be dangerous out there if you're not careful back here in just a minute. Yep, yep, I found an article here. This article is dated February 2019. Athleticbusiness.com, transgender girls win state track championships. Written by Andy Berg, February of 2019. You are so lucky to have me (laughs) as your. No, I thought I knew it wasn't last year. I'm I'm just I just remembered this from I saw it on I remember it being on television. Um I'm gonna read this. It says this the results of the Connecticut Girls State Open Indoor Track Championships have reignited the debate over how and where transgender athletes should be able to compete. Junior Andrea Yearwood of Cromwell High School, a transgender student athlete who is transitioning to female, recently finished second in the 55 meter dash. That I got wrong. The winner of the event, Terry Miller of Bloomfield High School, is also transgender. Miller set a girls' state indoor record at the event, in the event, at 6.95 seconds. Well, no, hold on here. Actually, I was partially correct. Miller and Yearwood won the 100-meter state championships last year. That was in 2018. And Miller won the 300-meter this season. So we've got two transgender... What does that mean? Miller and Yearwood won the 100-meter state championship. Did they tie? What does that even mean? I don't know what that means. But we've, we've got two transgender athletes that... In the years 2018 and 2019 in the state of Connecticut, this is just one example, two athletes, transgender females, they're biological males competing in women's or girls' sports at the high school level in the state of Connecticut. They won, the f- one finished first in the 55, one finished second in the 55-meter dash, it says they won the 100-meter dash in 2018. So there's two events, and I don't know. I guess they finished 1-2, I guess. I don't know. Maybe they they didn't tie, surely. Uh, and Miller won the 300 meters. So we have three events that have been won by transgender girls in Connecticut. Now, for, you have to ask yourself a couple of questions. How many transgender students are there? it's not a big percentage how many transgender students are competing in sports it's not a it's not necessarily a, a large number there's certainly some but then they're winning i just oh, to deny that boys in general now look there are there are girls out there that could outrun most boys but the in general Boys have, have some advantages in sports that girls don't have. Now, there's some sports girls may have advantages in. But if, if size and strength and, and speed are a factor in general, it doesn't mean there's not exceptions to the rules. There's girls out there that are crazy fast and crazy strong. But in general, a boy has advantages. A biological male has advantages if sports, if the sport, um, you know, the 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 skills or the uh, the, the the strength or the speed or whatever translates to the sport. If it's important there, then it turns out it's going to have an impact on who wins these events. I don't understand why this is so difficult for people to. to to accept there's there's always exceptions right there's always exceptions to the rules and the, the point here is that the girls competing the girls competing um a lot of these girls or at least some some are vocalizing their their displeasure with this there was one student her name was selena soul junior at the time this article was written at Glassenbury High School, this is in Connecticut, who finished eighth in the 55. This would have been in 2019. She says that um, the, the participation by the transgender girls are actually affecting her chances of landing a scholarship. She said this. We all know the outcome of the race before it even starts. It's demoralizing. I fully support and am happy for these athletes for being true to themselves. They should have the right to express themselves in school, but athletics has always had extra rules to keep the competition fair. So because of this, Stephanie Rule, because of this right here, now this wasn't in West Virginia, to your point, but it's happening. It's not deniable. This is happening, and so states are saying we're going to protect the integrity of what we intended female sports to be. And if you are biologically male, you cannot compete. States are passing legislation. It infuriates Stephanie Rule because she thinks the government, the state of West Virginia, should be out there, I guess, just passing laws that says suddenly our economy's better or whatever. It's how left the left thinks that the government can do anything that it is says uh, it is decree it. Poof, problem solved. Poof, problem solved. We want everyone to make more money. Poof, everyone makes more money. Right? That's the way that they think about this. They live in a world that's really contrary to the one in which we live. But right here is an example. But I think she's even suggesting from her question, I've listened to it several times now, it seems to me she was even suggesting that in order for this legislation to be justified... In order for it to be justified, he has to find someone out there who – who the whole reason that they became transgender was to compete in high school girls sports and to win the title or whatever. Why is that? That is ridiculous. It is happening. States and the people have decided – and these politicians can be voted out of. This is not what the people want. But this is what th- – this is not – An illogical thing, and it's not something that's been created by the Republicans. It is something that has been created by a series of uh, decisions and circumstances, and now something has to be done, or these these legislators believe that something has to be done, and that's why we're here. So Stephanie Rule, there is evidence that this has an effect on girls competing. And there was a time when this would be considered, well... It's been a while now, but maybe not the transgender aspect. But if you allowed boys to compete in girls' sports and they were winning just before the transgender issue came onto the scene the way that it has, this would have been widely criticized by liberals. Now now they're not on the side of girls' high school sports. Anyway, got to take a break here. Come back and continue our way through the insanity of today's culture. Be back here in just a minute. Welcome back. I want. I want to say this. I feel the need to say this because conservatives are maligned and misrepresentative. We're we're say we're, we're told that others are told that we hate people. I don't have any hatred at all for someone who is has is transgender. All people, every human being walking this planet, is created in the image of God and loved by God, and is a human being with who's deserving of of. Dignity and and respect and I just that doesn't mean that there's not rules and other things that matter and that girls' sports are not for biological girls. I just this is the way I, I bring that up for two reasons. Number one, because that's the accusations that are levied and thrown around, but it's also as a result, oftentimes a way to silence people who voice legitimate criticisms of things like what we're dealing with, what we talked about last segment. Anyway, I felt the need to say that. I wanted to quickly here, and what we have left of our program, share with you some, this is at thepostmillennial.com, BLM, Black Lives Matter, issues demands. I want to read you a list of their demands. Seven things that they want to happen immediately in America. I was talking with Oz during the break about this. The first one is convict and ban Trump from a future political office. That's one thing, convict and ban. <laughs> convict and ban. Um, I think first they should say charge him with a crime because in order to be convicted, one must be charged. But convict and ban Trump from political office. Expel Republican members of Congress who attempted to overturn the election and incited a white supremacist attack. That would have been referencing the January sixth attack on the Capitol. Launch a full investigation between the ties or into the ties between white supremacy and the Capitol police, law enforcement, and the military. That's another one. The the. The, the fourth one here, permanently banned Trump from all digital media platforms. We're darn near close to that. Mission accomplished. Black Lives Matter on that one. Defund the police. Defund the police is still apparently a thing, and it's still something in spite of all that we've seen that people are clamoring for, <clears throat> including the Marxist leadership of the Black Lives Matter movement. Hey, this is who they tell us they are, by the way. It's not me throwing terms around. This is what they've... They've claimed, I'm talking specifically about the leaders, Patricia Kohlers said that she's a trained Marxist. The sixth point, don't let the coup be used as an excuse to crack down on our movement, the BLM movement, and pass the Breathe Act, which I don't have time to discuss, but that's the demands. I've got to take a break. Got to take a break. You're listening here to the home of conservative Not Bitter Talk. Yes, I am. America's realities are back here in just a minute. Welcome back, really quickly. Something I just want you to keep your eyes on, pay attention to. Don't forget about this. Um, there's some things happening. Some news being reported on the Derek Chauvin jury. One of the jurists said he knew nothing about the Derek Chauvin-George Floyd case prior to jury selection, and a picture has been uncovered of him wearing a T-shirt that said, get your knees off our neck, and I just want to point that out because this is the sort of thing that could cause potentially at some point a mistrial, so just want to alert you to that. Got to go. Thanks for listening. SDGC tomorrow. Take care.